Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. It's 134 in Edmonton. Uh, before we bring in Craig Custance, just uh, we're going to get to this day in Oilers history. Brought to you by New West Travel. Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. River Cruise in Europe for 2018. New West Travel's got great rates on these cruises. June 7th, 2006, so 12 years ago today, Franisek Caberlet had a goal and two assists. The Carolina Hurricanes beat the Edmonton Oilers 5-0 in Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Final. Uh, I was at Game 5 and Game 7 in that series. I got to tell you, after the Canes won Game 2, and I was at Overtime Broiler and Tap Room with uh, Craig Lupel. Yes, that's uh, Joffrey's dad. And uh, watching the Oilers self-destruct and get frustrated in that game, I thought the Oilers were done. They came back. Just keep that in mind. Those of you that think that uh, Vegas might be done, never say never. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Uh, they've got great travel deals for weddings, honeymoons, golf packages, and employee corporate reward trips. Visit newwesttravel.com. Craig Custance uh, of The Athletic, formerly of ESPN, well-known uh, American uh, writer of hockey, joins us right now in Oilers Now. Craig, welcome back to our show. How you doing? I'm doing well, Bob. How are you? Good. Were you at that game in Carolina, uh, Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Final back in 2006? I was not. No, I didn't start writing hockey that till about until 07, I think, was my first oh, year. 07 was your first year. It. And then you were with ESPN yeah. for how long writing hockey? About eight, seven, eight years? Yeah, six two three-year contracts, so six years. Uh, six years. ESPN. And you, now you've taken the plunge uh, with the Athletic, and you've got the uh, the trade big board for the summer, and that's part of the reason why we got you on today's show. So thank you for joining us. Well, it's my pleasure. And then I'm, I'm, I'm happy to join your show and not have to explain what the Athletic is, like the first few times I was on. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we I'll be honest. We Yesterday we had uh, Marc-Antoine Godin, and yeah. uh, Arthur, Arthur Staple on the show. We've had James Myrtle on the show before, obviously. Look at you. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. Hey, I believe in the entity. I want to see you guys be successful. You know that. So uh, I, I do think it's uh, it's different. There's more space. It's a, uh, you know, you, lot, you can go to a, a different degree. There's no limit in terms of how many uh, inches you've got in the paper and that sort of thing. It really is a very different thing, isn't it? It's, it's great. And we can dive. Like, I. 
I just wrote 2,000 words on what the Red Wings may do. They've, they've got three picks, Vegas's, and then two picks at the top of the second round. And it's just fun to, like, dive into very kind of niche stories like that when you have the ability to do that. Well, you are based in Detroit. Uh, by the way, I was surprised at the Combine in Buffalo. Uh, mm-hmm. Detroit seemed to me to have a far different degree of intensity uh, than they've had in past drafts, and obviously part of the reason is they made the Tatar deal, plus they've got the number six overall pick. So uh, what do you think they're going to do at number six? Uh, well, I mean, they, they need a defenseman. So it's funny because there was a lot of talk about Detroit and Bouchard, I would say, even like a month ago. That was kind of the guy that I would have assumed they were targeting. And Jeff Waschel coached Quinn Hughes, the University of Michigan defenseman at the World Championships yep. for Team USA. And I think he really left an impression on the way he played. I mean, this is a, kind of the rare time where you got a chance to see these kids playing against NHL players. And I was over there for a, a bit in Denmark, and he just played with swagger and confidence and maybe the best skater in the entire draft. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're looking now at him as somebody they like. Were you surprised, by the way, that Blaschel got uh, sort of the vote of confidence moving forward here uh, and Todd Nelson electing to leave the Detroit organization and rolling in Dallas as an assistant on Jim Montgomery's staff? Yeah, I, no, I wasn't surprised that Jeff was brought back. If you look at the team, I mean, it wasn't a good team uh, on paper. It was just the, it's not a great roster. That's the reality of it. And they they were in every single game. Like they, if you look, they had a million one goal losses. With if you're if you're rebuilding, that's probably an ideal situation because you're going to be picking at the top of the draft. But at least you're competitive, and and I think a lot of that is a credit to Jeff Blashill. And and you know Todd Nelson is at a point where he wants an NHL head job, and I think you know he was looking at this offseason as an opportunity to maybe make a choice on his next step and where that gives him the best option. And I like that. That Dallas Stars team, I don't think, is all that far off from success. And and if, it, if they click and do well there in Dallas, I think he'll get a real look. I mean, Todd's ready. You know it. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, of note, by the way, uh, one of the games that Detroit, and, and the Oilers in Detroit had two four-goal games. So they had two strange games. Detroit winning in Edmonton on a Sunday afternoon, and then the Oilers bombed Detroit 6-2. Might have been one of Detroit's <laughs> worst performances of the year. But I remember yeah. Anthony Mantha that night getting benched. And he is, is, is he a restricted free agent this year? Because to me, he's a very interesting player because I think he's a stone-cold mortal lock as a top six but Craig there's some questions it seems about his consistency yeah there is and, and he'll be the first to tell you that that's one of the issues he's had to work on and and he's just a guy that early on in his career you didn't see that battle consistently and you know sometimes you hear the word kind of sleepy as a way to describe his play and he he, he kind of comes and goes and and then you just see stretches where he is engaged he's got he's got a big heavy shot and you know i, I think he led the red wings goals this year or whatever it was and he, he's a guy that when you watch it's it's easy to pencil him in for 25 goals a season and maybe 30 if things go well so I mean, they like him. I, they're going to get a deal done with him probably in the two-year range, a, a bridge contract that that both sides like. He's a CAA guy, and I think I think Anthony Mantha is a confident kid who wants to make a little bit of a bet on himself and do a bridge and see where it goes from there. All right, let's get to your trade big board for the Athletic. Uh, we're joined by Craig Custance. Craig, number one on the list, Eric Carlson. Yeah, shocker. <laughs> well, it's that you know it's that class of 2019 uh, defenseman that's going to really have a huge impact on the 2018 summer, right? Like, 
Yep. If, if you're if you're Ottawa and you're Arizona with Ekman Larson, I've already forgotten the numbers of where I label these guys, but I mean those are Arizona has an offer on the table to Ekman Larson, uh, eight year, you know, really legitimate offer that's going to make Ekman Larson think about it. But they're not going to sit and wait forever uh, on a decision there. And if if he doesn't want to sign an extension, then then they have to move forward and exploring their other options. And Eric Carlson's in a similar situation. These guys are franchise guys that you can't let walk for for nothing and and I, you know that's that's fascinating i mean we saw at the trade deadline vegas coming really close to acquiring eric carlson um and then you know who knows how that would might have changed history as things have played out but i mean very rarely are you have those kind of high octane franchise level defensemen available potentially Phil, so you have uh, Ekman Larson at number two and Carlson at number one. You have Phil Kessel from the Penguins at number three. This guy had a pretty good year this year. Uh, however, we we're hearing that Pittsburgh's trying to work their way into the John Tavares UFA uh, scenario. But just a thought on why Kessel's going to be potentially available. Yeah, I, well, I think you, you mentioned a couple of things. I mean, Jim Rutherford is a guy that's not going to sit, right, when his team doesn't. I mean, he has a reputation as, as being kind of a wheeler and dealer. And and uh, as tends to happen with Phil Kessel and whoever's coaching him at the time, there tends to be um, a little bit of friction. And, and it's not surprising that that's happening now with Mike Sullivan and Phil Kessel. It, you know, I, I don't think it's a lock that Phil Kessel gets traded, but I, I think if Pittsburgh has other moves that they feel like they can make and maybe they want to clear up some space to, to make a, a splash in free agency or, you know, I think I think Jim Rutherford is, is going to have a lot of conversations and see what's out there and, and you know, Phil Kessel is a guy that has a lot of appeal because like you said, he's He's, he scores at a rate that not a lot of players do. From the Athletic out of Detroit, we're joined by Craig Custance, Bob Stoffer with Uno Oilers now. And number four on your big board, Max Pacioretty. What's the yeah. what's the most likely scenario there? I mean, is there any potential at all for Mark Bergman to get him extended? Um, I mean, we've heard those talks, right? Like, I've you know, I've seen reports, and when I checked in on that, it it, it, it was. There certainly didn't seem like there was anything close to happening on an extension front, and and I think Mark Bergevin, there's some pressure on him to make a move this off season, and and when you look at his different options, this is this is probably the one that that is most likely. But I'll say I you know I wrote that and I put it in the piece. There's a bit of a caveat. Like this isn't this isn't going to be a deal where he's he's giving him away or making a move for move's sake. I think there's a lot of pressure on him not only to make a move but to win the trade or at least have it be significant and so that's the challenge because for two reasons one max Pacioretty has only one year left on his deal so teams are loath to give up a huge package in return for a guy who could be gone in a season and he's a winger and you know you know how it is that the guys that have a premium in the trade market are the centermen and the defensemen so i think that's that makes the deal a bit of a challenge there but i still you know there's still going to be a ton of interest in a guy that you know is going to go out and have a big season after underachieving a little bit last year. So a hypothetical here for you. If the Islanders knew they could get Tavares done, yeah. and if they don't envision, or I guess it doesn't even matter if they can get Kovalchuk done, uh, do you think the Canadians would, would be a would number 11 overall pick from New York be, an, uh, be enough? I mean, the Islanders are sitting there with the number 11, number 12 overall picks. Is one of those two picks good enough to get Max Batch ready? It's an interesting thought. The only thing I would say is, if you're Montreal, you're trying to win now, right? I mean, you have Carey Price and you know Shea Weber. This is a team that's that's you know, the clock is ticking a bit. I don't think they're planning a. This isn't a massive rebuild, 
So uh, an ideal for Max Pacioretty is a piece coming back where you're getting a, a player you can plug right into the lineup right away. So that'll be interesting. I was talking to somebody yesterday. We were talking about those Islanders picks, and and their theory was they're gonna they're gonna use it to try to get a goalie uh, to in, to help convince John Tavares to stay, and maybe a guy like Grubauer used yeah. that one of those picks in the package for Grubauer, who's gonna get traded out of Washington, and. Uh, similarly to what, and I mentioned that in that piece that Lou Lamarillo did with um, Corey Schneider in Vancouver and trading that, that Bo, Bo Horvat pick a few years ago. All right. Uh, five through seven, three guys from Carolina. I, I think I mentioned about six weeks ago, uh, Jeff Skinner and Justin Falk. I mean, it's those those names have been out there literally for from the time that Tom Dundon took over that franchise. And such a contrast to Ron Francis, who was so deliberate. Uh, one person... Uh, that I know in Carolina called him inert. Uh, I don't know if he was that inactive, but uh, <laughs> anyhow, I always thought he's a pretty classy guy myself. But uh, <laughs> Jeff Skinner, uh, Justin Falk, and Noah Hannafin, five through seven. Um, what do you, you know, the, I could envision all three of those guys getting moved here. I think Carolina's a total wild card. They are a total wild card. All I know in talking to people is they're going to do something. And I, I, you know, I think there, there's, I don't want to say pressure, but you have an owner there that wants to show that to their fan base that this is different and this isn't the the same overly patient, you know, situation that we've seen in the past there. That, now, I'm not, I don't know if that's the best, like, this is a team I don't think is that far off. And, and I look at the Carolina Hurricanes and I go, you know what they need is a high-end scorer, and they're going to get that Sveshnikov at number two. Yes. So, I, you know, you wonder if this may be the offseason where patience would have been the play. Regardless of that, it's not going to be what they do. I, you know, everyone you talk to says Carolina is going to do something and do something fairly significant. And and you know, I, I listed those players and then in the write up, but you know, a quote from somebody else who listed a few other, you know, Lindholm and a couple other guys that might be available. It's you know, it's 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 going to be wild with Carolina. The next two guys at eight or nine uh, would be Ryan O'Reilly of Buffalo and Rasmus Ristolainen in Buffalo. And I, I look at those two players, and I look at the Buffalo Sabres, and I ask myself, why would Buffalo move either guy? So tell us why the, both guys are, are sitting at 8 and 9 in your list. Well, I would say one more than more than the other is likely to go, and that's that's O'Reilly versus Ristolainen. Um I, we're just going to give away the whole list. I hope everybody listening subscribes to the Athletic. Uh, uh, everybody, uh, you know. But I, <laughs> I would say though, of those two guys, um, O'Reilly's going to. I think he gets moved because you look at what Jason Earl is doing there, and there's he, he's put together a, a young core, uh, you know, with with Eichel and Darlene and Middlesat as the kind of the three guys there, and. It, it, you know, and they're going to be good in a few years. And I think they look at O'Reilly and say, okay, um, he's not in that same age range. Um, they like the idea that he could protect some of their centermen and bump them down a couple slots in the lineup. But at the end of the day, they're open to moving him. He's got a big ticket that comes with them. He's still a, a guy that has value. And I, I just, I, I feel like they feel he's, you know, he's kind of in that different age grouping than what they're trying to build around. Now, Ristolainen isn't. Um, I just I lifted him because I know they're listening, and they're listening because the team wasn't particularly good last year. They've got their core that I identified, and if they feel like there's a, a player that is a better fit for what they need, and they've got a lot of needs, I think they would be open to it. Okay, uh, of the twenty players that are listed, uh, you don't have one member of the Edmonton Oilers. 
in the mix there. So do you think the Oilers... Apparently I should have had Milan Lucic, eh? Apparently you should have had Milan Lucic. Uh, Frank Cervelli put him on his list yesterday. Uh, funny, Frank's... Frank's I should have waited until I saw Frank before I ran mine. That's, I mean, that's an interesting one. Well, what do you think? Is it at all feasible? That's a lot of... You know, there was a there was all those wingers that signed in that kind of that price range in that age group, and it, you know the Andrew Ladd and the Louis Erickson, Oposo, Milan Lucic, Oposo, all those guys. And you said, boy, those contracts aren't going to age well. Like the moment they were signed, it, it, uh, like I mean, it wasn't didn't take a genius. And we're already at the David Backus. I would put in that group. I, you know, Boston would love to move Backus. Like you have all it, these contracts aren't that old, and there's a there's a few of them out there, and so. I don't, you know, nobody's going to, who's going to want to start taking those deals? Uh, like, I don't, there's going to be some cap room because the cap's going up and there's going to be more money in the system. And I think that's going to make for some fluidity this off season. But I don't, you know, there's, there's not a lot of teams that are dying to add aging wingers that, you know what I mean? That make a ton of money. Uh, that is certainly a perspective that is shared by the majority of the people texting the show right now, Craig. So we appreciate that. We have tweeted out a link uh, to your trade big board, uh, courtesy of the Orders Now account. Craig, uh, one final one for you. Does yeah. the fact that Vegas, and I know it's a one-off with Vegas, mm-hmm. but do you think, you take a look at what's occurred in Carolina, and Ron Francis was so deliberate for so long, build through the draft, build through the draft, and now Vegas has gone 0-60 to 60 in one year. Maybe it is a one-off, but do you think that maybe gives some owners out there who are less patient thinking to themselves, you know what? You know, if a bunch of things go right, you can get there. So just go make that happen. Instead of sitting back and being patient, delivering old, you know, going that old school model of drafting and development, and they are separate entities. They are not connected. You draft the player, then you put a development process in place. And frankly, that's part of what's uh, undermined the order's success for me is they haven't had a efficient uh, development model, but do, do you think maybe some teams might move away from that, seeing the kind of success and how quickly it's all come together for Vegas? I will, Well, I don't know if they'll move away from it, but your first part of that question, are there going to be owners who say, hey, I don't want to hear about a five-year plan when I just saw what happened in Vegas? And yeah. the answer is yes. I talked to a GM yesterday that said, you know, we were kind of talking about this offseason, and he, he said he thinks there, there's going to be moves because there's going to be pressure, more pressure from ownership because there's so much parity in the league, there's so you know there's teams that didn't make the playoffs two years ago that are going on these long runs, and and owners going to be like, I, I don't want to talk about building for three, four, five years. We, we need to do this now. And my answer as a GM would be, hey, look at Kevin Chevelday off, you know, who is yes. probably you know it probably should have beat Vegas. Like I, I think if that series is played ten times, I'm picking Winnipeg, and they, you know they're they're the antithesis of it, and I. It may just be unrealistic because there's Vegas had a clean slate and a lot of things went right. So I don't know if it's a model you can emulate, but I do think it's going to add a lot of pressure, which could make for more of an interesting offseason. Craig, you're going to be in Dallas. I will be in Dallas, yes, sir. I'll see you there, and uh, Jack Michaels will buy you a drink. Oh, nice. We'll put it on Jack's. We'll put it on the Michaels credit card. Thanks a lot, Craig. <laughs>
Thanks, Bob. See ya. All righty. Uh, 12, uh, 12.52, no, one fifty-two at Edmonton. Bob Starfer with you. We'll wrap up the show when we come back. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, Pro-Am Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Milan Lucic from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Ched. Thanks a lot, Milan. Bob Stoffer with you. Oilers Now. Portions of our show brought to you by our friends at World Floor Carvings. Tell them Oilers now sent you. Receive two times zero miles. Reward miles on your flooring purchases at World Floor Carvings. World Floor Carvings. Where they know a lot about hockey and a lot about flooring. All right. Uh, game uh, five tonight of the Stanley Cup final. Brendan, are you going to be here tomorrow or are we going to have a... Uh, well, we'll find out tomorrow, so, I guess. It's as simple as this. We'll to, tell you what, Caps win tonight, you got tomorrow off, all right? <laughs> can you get Dave Campbell down here? To... Well, he'll be uh, busy at Eskimos practice, but oh, okay. I'm sure we can find someone. Okay, well, we'll see what we can do. Or Sid's maybe... away, I'll just know, I just won't show or, up. Or maybe you can just gut it out, you know? that's yeah. what, you know? Well, I would love to come on the radio and talk about the Caps win as well. Well, I mean, you know what, that if, that happens, if that happens, you, the most of the first half hour will be yours. How's that? <laughs> okay. Okay. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Kyle Morris and then uh, the 6.30 Chit Afternoon News with Jayla Nye and Andrew Gross. I don't actually know if they're... Are they both here right now? I'm not sure. No, Chris Sheets is hosting Chris Sheets is hosting today in uh, lieu of uh, Jayla Nye and Andrew Gross are in the spot of them uh, for today's show. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, Who do we got? Jay Woodcroft will be one of our guests, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Offer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.